0: I just want to say thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. Well, finally. I, yeah. It took us so long
1: to get it together.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. And um, you know, I've just been talking about you to so many people about, you know, go out and thank vote you. for Miss Sally. But I think, you know what? I need you to, I needed to share this on my podcast as well because I have a listeners that are women like me, you know, moms, they are out in this, you know, in in the city doing their thing, they're working. Some of them stay at home. And I just feel like we, the more informed we are about our candidates, the better we are. And, you know, and voting for y'all and getting y'all in there.
1: Well, thank you, honey. You're, I love how involved <laughs> you are. And I love following you. <laughs> you're
0: so fun to follow. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I do love, 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 love doing my thing out there. So, Ms. Sally, you are running for, can you tell us what position you're running for? I think you said city council position five, correct?
1: I am running for Houston city council at large position five. There are 11 district council members that represent specific geographic areas in Houston and then five at large, which represent the whole darn city. And so, it, it,
0: anybody who lives within the city limits can vote for you, right? I mean, it's not—that not, is right. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Anybody so, who lives in the city.
0: Okay. Um. Because yeah, I'm guessing it's it's not it's not Harris County. It's City of Houston.
1: No. If you're in unincorporated Harris County, you can't vote
0: for me. Okay. Got gotcha. it. But,
1: but if you're within the city limits, you can vote for
0: me. Perfect. 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 And what motivated you to run for, I mean, you're running for re-election. So what motivated you from the very beginning to to get go- into politics?
1: So I um, were, have worked at City Hall for a long time. I went to graduate school in the early 90s. Uh-huh. Um, and I got a master's in public administration and public policy. And I my first internship in that realm um, was for the city of Houston in the housing and uh, Community Development Department, and I worked on housing planning issues, like uh, planning to how we use the grants that we get from HUD, from the Housing and Urban Development um, Department um, from the federal government. And I did a lot of work around um, writing comprehensive plans for for those funds to make sure that Houston um, was increasing its supply of affordable housing. Yeah, because we want to make sure that people can afford to live in the city of Houston and not um, push them out like so many other cities have have had to. You know, it seems like nobody can live in the city anymore because you mm-hmm. know everybody's been pushed out. So it's important to increase our supply. So that kind of gave me my first taste of um, of government. I'd also worked for a congressman on Capitol Hill right out of college. I was out. I was out of college for or I graduated. From UT with a finance degree and worked in banking, then worked on the Hill in Washington, then went back to graduate school Mm -hmm. and then worked in the city's housing department and really liked it. And later on, I worked for uh, I went back when Bill White was mayor. He hired me to come back to the housing department to work on some compliance issues we were having with HUD, some issues the department was having kind of work through them with with HUD so we could continue receiving our grant funds. Mm-hmm. And then I, a friend of mine was on city council at the time, Pam Holmes. She was the district council member for districts G Yes, and uh, she was at towards the end of her term and she needed a, a, somebody to help. I was at home with my four kids at that time and was looking to go back to work. And she said, why don't you come help me out Uh City Hall at the end of my term and I thought I would really be down there for the four or five months she had left and just help her out um, towards the end and ended up you know here I am 15 plus years later. whatever. Wow. And <laughs> um, I really loved working at City Hall so I worked for two other council members uh, as their chief of staff and just really love the work of city hall love Mm -hmm. helping people navigate issues um, at the city that they have with their water bill or they need a street repair or all Mm -hmm. of those kinds of things and also just i love the policy part looking at ordinances and trying to figure out how we can improve upon them and and Mm -hmm. um i really kind of am a a policy wonk and budget wonk i like i like um the money and Mm -hmm. figuring out um how we can best uh you know operate more officially and all that so in 2019 I said well why the heck not people had talked to me about running yeah you have to ask a woman seven times yeah <laughs> she says yes to running <laughs> excuse me but but a man you only have to ask once and <laughs> he'll say okay sure but um I know isn't that interesting
0: have- like the, the imposter syndrome is so pervasive Oh, yeah. but Women
1: are filled with self
0: doubt. I like, know. I don't know if I can do
1: that. That sounds scary. And who knows
0: how it going end up? And, I and wish it so wasn't like was that. Women. I wish we had yeah. that 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 thing that the men have, where they just like don't yes. even care. They just go for it.
1: They just go for it. They have like this unbridled ambition, and we are we are kind of hold ourselves back. So. know I kind of just had to get over that hurdle and yeah and my kids I have three daughters and a son and they were all super encouraging of it they were like gotta do it you gotta do it so I thought just why the why the heck not and And I know I've been I've been advising people on how to do it and I thought I could do it myself
0: and I know your hubby Mr. George as well oh yeah he's totally
1: (laughs) into it he's probably more competitive (laughs) than I am so man He's out there campaigning every day. I, mean, I love he's delivering it. He's in signs. He's at the polls. I can't I can't even get him to stop. He's He's,
0: he's like, if we're going to this much work, we're we're gonna win. <laughs> so, I get that. I get that. Yeah. No, and I can see it in him. Like he is so committed to your campaign and just wants yeah. you to just yeah. exceed. Really and I love
1: that about the whole thing. Yeah, that is great. such a beautiful,
0: really beautiful relationship. And before I met yeah. you, um Rusk, my husband had mentioned how he knew you and you know he knew both of you, and he thought, wow, yeah. these are like some yeah. of the nicest people than i have Aww. ever ever met because Aww. he used to have all kinds of craziness happen at that shop you know that oh, I'm right sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and so he was always grateful for those uh customers that came in and were you know sweeties yeah yeah yeah. he's
1: the best he's he's great <laughs> yeah, and ross is so right he was our favorite guy ever Aww. <laughs> Thank
0: you. He he really considers you so much. So, Miss Sally, let's let's talk a little bit about how women um approach a campaign. So, like you said, you know, a lot of us have that imposter syndrome. Sometimes we don't think we are worthy of it. We don't think we're qualified. What would you say to a young woman that's like looking at your campaign, looking at you as a role model, and she wants to jump in the next round? What do you say?
1: go for it (laughs) jump in Uh, be prepared to ask everybody you've ever um known in your whole life for money Uh, campaigns are expensive yeah and you have to get over that hurdle um uh, it's it's really um daunting at first i remember being just terrified picking up that phone at the very beginning and and then right now i mean i can ask anybody for money (laughs) um and 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 so you, I tell anybody considering it to really know that going in. Okay. Um, I think people are sometimes very naive about uh, oh, a campaign. I can do this or that, but like it all costs money. I mean, it's all about getting your name out and yeah, and um, and it and you know, advertising, digital advertising. Um, hmm. Mail, uh, TV, anything you do is, is expensive, especially in a citywide race. In a district race, it depends on, you know, like if you're where you're what you're running for, if it's okay. a, a, a smaller area to cover, whether it be school board or council or a state rep. I mean, all state rep can be really expensive too, but mm-hmm. but, um, but it's, it's all it's it's you, you got to, to understand that much of campaigning is raising money. And, and, um, so that's one thing to consider. The other thing is it's a very extremely time consuming, um, a campaign is, is pretty much you, uh, you are out in the community all the time, really just meeting with people, listening to people, talking to people that you admire that have done it before, um, getting good advice from people. That's, that's a huge step. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, really. Really, even if you're discerning um writing for office, just make talk to people who've done it and really kind of get a get a flavor for what what you're in for okay and and but 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 you know it's it's i have such respect for people that jump in you know no mm-hmm. matter what their chances or whatever it's it's really it's kind of overwhelming but um but if you're if you're if you want to do it there's no reason not to do it right you know mm-hmm. there's just no reason not to do it just jump in with both feet and never look back
0: and it's <laughs> right and it's like with everything there's a learning curve in anything that we do
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure yeah you know for one sure. of one of the things that I I do events all the time and so it's the hardest thing for me is to is to go looking for for sponsorships and fundraising oh my goodness it is so hard so for me hard. to do that, but so hard. you, you, like you said, you kind of get better at it as you go through other year. years. So even if it is a challenge yeah. at the beginning, give yourself that time and practice like asking and asking. And the, I guess it gets easier as you go along, right?
1: Exactly. That's exactly. Good. It well, is. It, it's still never fun to like have to call and ask for money, okay. but, um, but, um, but it's you get you do get better at it.
0: <laughs> so, what is one particular issue that's really something that you're very passionate about, and you really want to go back into into city council and really work on this particular issue? What is that, Miss Sally? Um,
1: infrastructure has kind of been my thing. You know, one of the council members for whom I worked was a a drainage engineer, Steve Costello, uh-huh. and. You know, we, we are a city that floods. Um, doesn't seem like it because we've been in a drought for the last two summers, Mm -hmm. but we, we can never take our eye off that ball after the 2015, 2016, 2017 Harvey, all those floods. Um, we are really a city that needs to get its drainage infrastructure, um, updated. We had two families stay with us after Harvey and that is fully in, in my, in my brain and just seeing the hardships that they went through and every losing so much of their, um, materials and their, 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 their biggest investment in their homes and, mm-hmm. you know, everything that they went through, it was pretty devastating. So I will always be a champion for uh, drainage infrastructure, uh, going along with that our streets. Um, we all know mm-hmm. I mean, we're, when our streets need a lot of help and I'm also a big champion for sidewalks. And yes. really um, have been successful in getting additional funding for sidewalks. We leave all the sidewalk improvements and maintenance up to the property owners, and I think we've got to kind of do some reversal of that policy. And we've got to, the city needs to take on more uh, responsibility for um, having a good pedestrian infrastructure throughout the city. Um, yes. So those are that. That I'd say I'd always infrastructures, You know, of course, public safety as as a city government is always our our top priority, making sure that our police and fire have the resources that they need to, to, to serve the, the residents and to make our city safer. But as far as things that I work on um, consistently, it's it's infrastructure.
0: And does that entail also the traffic jams that are so pervasive now in yes. the city?
1: Yes. Oh. Right. Transportation goes along with that. I do something called no car Friday and I, oh. I don't, I don't I don't take my car on Friday. I've been doing it ever since I was elected. Um, I mean, I could do carpool sometimes, but I try to walk or ride a bike or ride the bus. I've ridden the bus a lot. Um, you know, we've got about 1% of Houstonians riding the bus regularly. If we could even up that to 2%, it would take a lot of cars off the road. And and um, I love just hopping on the bus and going downtown on the bus. It's easy and and um safe i've never had a problem on the what, bus and,
0: what's and the how, fare now how much do we pay if we get dollar, on the bus i think it's
1: a dollar 25 $1. oh 25. okay sounds right yeah wow. and um so it's easy i can text and read the paper and do all kinds of things yeah
0: catch up on work but, listen to podcasts it's really fun
1: to kind yeah. of see my friday and see how i got around all uh-huh. the day without a car but um but you know i know everybody can't do that and i know this is a car centric City. It's just, I think the hybrid work schedule, so how, helping some people, more people teleworking, um, helps with it. Um, um, we've got to um, kind of, you know, we've got to make sure we're building a city that's that's good for all road users, you know, people, yes. cars, bikes, yes. everybody.
0: Oh my know? goodness, that is such an important thing because, you know, I find that I, at any time of the day, there's traffic. Um, and I'm just always thinking like, gosh, I just want less people to move to Houston. But <laughs> I don't know if that's the necessary good solution. I think you definitely have a better solution for that. Miss Sally. So one more question before we end your interview, I just want you to I give me one way or how I just want to ask you because there's so many of us that do a hundred things We're moms, we are our, our wives, you know, we work outside of the home. I take care of my parents. Like I'm a sandwich yeah. generation. So we always have okay. a, an energy okay. drainage. So what do you do to reinforce or to refocus your energy and your commitment to what you're doing to your campaign, to your everyday, um, when you're zapped and you're mentally ex- exhausted?
1: So my sister-in-law was a congresswoman um, from nor- in Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. My brother's wife, and she gave me some excellent advice when I first started running. And it was when you're too tired, especially when you're campaigning, especially when you're too tired to do one more thing. Do one more thing <laughs> oh my gosh so um that i really followed that advice george and i'll be driving home from an event and we'll be like oh i should really we should really stop by or i should really stop by this and that and um and we met we always remember that nope we need to go one more thing one more thing we need to meet one more person you need to do one more thing so that doesn't deal very well with the, your exhaustion um Uh, question, because Uh then you're just even more exhausted, because you're already tired, and then you're going to one more thing. Uh, But no, I'm a regular runner. I run. I do yoga. I, I try to veg out on the couch and watch Netflix when I can, you know, uh-huh. I mean, you have to take a little time and, and just be yourself, be with your friends, yes. plan a night, uh, or something to go out with friends. You know, you have to build, build that in and, um, and, you know, to really have a balance. I am fortunate in that my kids are grown and, gone you know mm-hmm. they're they're up and running on their own so mm-hmm. I don't have and my colleagues so much respect for my colleagues with children young children two of my colleagues have young Mm-hmm. young little baby kind of children and and um i just i'm i'm in total awe of them because they're doing it all and and going home to you know have to you know do all the stuff with the kids so that i i worked definitely when i had uh smaller children and stuff but, but this job i think would be especially hard because so much of the so much of the uh the 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 activities you do are in the evenings. You're Mm -hmm. going to civic clubs and homeowners associations and events and things in the evening. So it's not like, you know, you have to, you know, you're not home a lot. So I think it'd be really tough. Right. But yeah, no, I I make plenty of time for friends and family and and all that. And when when campaigns kind of you know, you're on stair, you know, it's like yeah. a regular job plus, plus <laughs> you're, on, you know, just going everywhere. That's true. That's <laughs> they say so there's true. Only two ways to run unopposed or scared. So you run scared. So you get everywhere do
0: <laughs> it <laughs> I love that, but no, for sure. Self-care and just really taking time to just be with people that you love and that give you some of that energy back, you know, some of that love that you, that you expand out there all the time too. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: you try to, you try to You try to show everybody the love.
0: (laughs) Right. So where can my audience find you? And, um, you know, so they can know a little bit more about your campaign.
1: Uh, Sally com. Sally's with an I E S A L L I E A L C O R N. Dot com. And that uh, lays out what kind of my platform on things and, and tells you who all supported me. And, and, uh, it's, it's, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of digital uh, advertising, a lot of, you know, I've done some mail pieces and, and, um, but there's, yeah, they can call me on up at any time.
0: And now, um, um, and now you're doing a podcast too. There you go. And now
1: I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's I, uh, Sally for the city. That's my, that's my slogan. Sally for CL the and, city. Yeah. It's truly, truly, truly been an honor to serve, um, to serve the, the residents of Houston. And I really hope to continue that for four more years. And then I'm term limited and I plan on going to the beach after that.
0: Oh, yum, 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 <laughs> hopefully yum.
1: I'll, hopefully I'll have a uh, um, a grandchild by then.
0: Oh, yes. Let's, let's cross our <laughs> fingers. That have, but you know that what? Be, I've been uh, telling everybody about you. And this is another opportunity for you all to know Miss Sally Alcorn. She is running and she is... You know, an amazing, amazing woman. And I think just from this interview, you all can see that as well as I have. The minute I met her, there was a connection. And, um, you know, I'm just excited for you. And I'm just putting it out there in the universe and really Thank you.
1: saying that well, you are going to do you it so again. Much. <laughs> you are that you are. Yes. You have just a great personality. And the, this is such a great opportunity for me. And I'm really, uh, really grateful to spend time with you and your listeners.
0: Thank you so much, Miss Sally. And we look forward to voting for you.
1: Okay. Thanks. Thank Everybody you. Knows early, early vote goes through November 3rd and election day is November 7th. So get on out there.
0: Perfect. Right. Thank you so much. Take
1: care, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.